welcome to the Mommy Trainer Podcast. In today's episode, we interview Christina from Smart Fitness Makeover and we chat all about pre and postnatal fitness and how supplements and organic food can help fertility. So hi guys and welcome to a, another Mummy Trainer interview. So today I have with me Christina from Smart Fitness Makeover. Hello Christina. Hi, hi Mel. How are you? Ah, great. I'm loving this uh, grey weather. It's really fantastic. I just can't <laughs> wait for the summer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's <really> <laughs> horrible, isn't it? Oh God, it's, it's just so miserable out here. It's just that you go outside and think, no. No, I, f- I forgot my, I got my delivery of organic fruit and stuff yesterday. And I left yeah. it outside because I forgot it's frozen. So oh. I just, I had to bring it into thaw instead of putting it in the fridge to keep it. It's just like, oh, it's just horrible. Well, at least it won't go to waste. <laughs> no, no, I didn't. No, 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 no. <laughs> it is, it is quite chilly. I mean, I was actually late on the school run this morning, got the kids into the car in plenty of time. And then it took me 10 minutes to defrost the car. So it's definitely taken a turn for the worst, definitely. Yes, yes. Yeah. So we've not met before. Uh, we, well, we e-met on Twitter a few days yes. ago. Um, and it was quite ironic, really, because you mentioned, you commented on my podcast request, but I'd actually agreed to review your book, hadn't I? That's right, yeah. Before. Because yeah. I, I saw that thinking, oh, hang on a moment. I know the, the mummy trailer. I think, I know this. I've seen it before. So I just went back and I went, ah. Yes. <laughs> it's it's a, a small world. world. It is yeah, a small world. Twitter is a small world. And I have billions of people on there, but it's still a small world. It's great. It's so good. It's so good. And we were just talking before I hit record that I've, I got the book this morning. So I've just started to read it. So I shall uh, look forward to delving into that, but we can talk more about the book later. So I want to know as our uh, listeners or those of them are watching the video on YouTube, how you got started. Uh, as a fitness professional, well, I've been into fitness pretty much most of my life. I was one of these children, I was one of these kids that had way too much energy for my own good. So I had to get rid of it somehow. So I've been doing, I've been an athlete all my life and uh, I enjoy doing uh, extreme sports. So even now that I'm nearly 50, so the next one is a big 5-0, I'm still doing extreme sports. Wow. The only problem is when I have a hiccup, it takes years to get over it. So... But to still keep going, just uh, wisdom that comes with old age. Hopefully, it's going to stop me now from uh, breaking legs or bones or other bones and stuff like that. But anyway, I used to work in corporate and I used to be a company secretary and director of finances for a small group of companies locally. And we were dealing with uh, secondary markets and trading goods internationally. And then it was during the past recession that uh, that job came to kind of sudden but not completely unexpected then. But obviously at the time I was already in my 40s and uh, it was really, really bad, the recession at that time. So I never really got to fight to get uh, another job. But I used to teach pole fitness at the time as a little side hustle or mm. sometimes I would teach martial arts and uh, help out to the local club. So I thought, oh, hang on. Uh, no, it was my my mentor from uh, bodybuilding and pole fitness. She said, you should become a personal trainer because uh, you're doing well with the classes and all the other bits. So I thought, why not? So I looked into it and then I did um, the various qualifications and then 
I said, once I got the certificates, I started working with clients and I thought, you know what? I think there's a lot more to it. So I started learning after the certificates, I actually started learning yeah. what it that you do to help people. And, um, I, I enjoy working with women uh, more than men because uh, they women have so many different health challenges. Men are really can be really straightforward. Women have like you know obviously from having problems with the periods and uh, menopause and uh, mm. fertility issues if you want. And so that was a subject that really interested me because uh, and because I, I was able to help. I found out I was actually able to help. Um, people and um yeah that was really fun and most of my clients most of my clients were mothers some with children of different ages some had older children others had uh, kind of younger children so it was actually a different whole kind of challenge because i don't have i don't have children myself so it's um i was thinking mm, okay how do, how do you deal with this i got animals but not not children so yeah. I'm manager. so yeah that was like a, a whole massively steep learning curve so do you work specifically with mums? I mean, you touched on it just then when you were t- talking about different challenges that women face. Um, so why, why did you want to specifically work with mums? Because you felt that you could do more for them? Yeah, it's because a lot of the time mothers, in my experience, they, they have the children, they start to neglect their own self-care. Yeah, yeah, so you come to them, they're thinking, oh, you know, I put on weight when I was pregnant, I can't get it off, and uh, they almost feel guilty because they're looking for help um, in, in doing something for themselves that is not completely centered around the, the kids. Especially new mums, I found that are, are very much like sort of almost like, no, you don't have to feel guilty. You can't be any good for your child if you're not 100%. So don't feel guilty because it's also from a mental health point of view. It just gives you a bit more self-worth mm-hmm. if you want to feel just better. You know what it's like when you're working out consistently. You feel a lot better within yourself, oh. happier generally. And uh, you can run around kids. I had uh, kind of slightly older women that had grandchildren. And there was sort of, it was the grandmothers running rings around the kids taking them skiing and just completely outsmarting the kids after we've been working together. So it's that kind of uh, help that I thought, oh, there's uh, obviously a gap there that, that some people can't do it on their own. So whereas, I mean, obviously my limited experience of, of not having children, but I'm just helping people make the most of their life. And that um, I find that make me feel really good complete, in a completely selfish way, if you want. It actually made me feel uh, like I was doing something that was worthwhile. I think you were, and I think you are, because obviously you're yeah. still you're still doing that, aren't you? You're yeah, still teaching yeah, yeah. clients. Uh, what kind of feedback do you get from your clients? I mean, I know you said that you don't have children yourself, but that doesn't mean that you're any less knowledgeable about how the body works once you are postnatal. And to be fair, oh. once you've had a child, you're postnatal for the rest of your life, to be fair, regardless of children's ages. So what kind of feedback do you get from your clients? I'm usually very positive because they kind of, I use, I learned a system of training, a way of training that from uh, an American company, whereas you focus on really short, sharp, intense kind of style of workout. So the moms, the clients are happy because I turn up at their homes. I try to make it as easy as possible for them to, to attend, to, to, to get the, the, the fitness training that they want. 
and within like sort of 20 30 minutes the workout is done so we can chat we can relax and a lot of the time it's a kind of a little bit offloading as well it's almost uh, i wouldn't say it's not counseling but it's like you know people like to talk about things that perhaps they don't want to share with their friends or their closest friends or their partners or other family members so it becomes a bit like a, almost like a social event as well so um i think it's been well received especially the fact that i try to keep it the intense part really short so they can fit it in uh, during the day so they don't actually have to you know to get stressed a lot of sometimes I used to, people used to get stressed or they still do they go oh my god I'm, I'm running late so it doesn't matter we just you know it's uh, we, we can get it done in in a very short period of time if you don't want to talk you just zip it and we just do what we need to do and then off I go so yeah no it's been, it's been really good because people have got the shape back some got in a better shape than they were before and uh, when you get new clients, like uh, like at the moment, it's always a bit like sort of trying to think, come on, don't feel guilty, just do it. No, you know, it's you as well. Like you know, put when you're on a plane, they tell you to put your own oxygen mask first before you have somebody else. So yeah. it's the same thing that I, I tell people to have to they have to do. So. That's actually a really really good analogy uh, with the oxygen mask. You know, because we don't, as as mums, when I've got two small children and you do have a tendency to just push everything that is relevant in your life or anything that is, is just purely for you to one side and, and your kids and your family come first because, you know, they do take up a, a lot of your time. But like you say, if you don't look after yourself, then how can you look after your children effectively, really? Uh, I think that it's a market, the, the pre and postnatal market, I think is... Um, untapped to a certain degree you know you get a lot of personal trainers out there and you even get a lot of people that offer classes like like boogie fit and i'm not knocking any of these classes by the way you know those kinds of those kinds of classes but it's to actually explain to a mom your body's been through a massive massive change and it's okay for you to want to get back to some element of normality you know because i mean as women we guilt trip ourselves anyway don't we Tune in to the Mummy Trainer podcast every week for interviews, reviews and a good old chin wag with someone who knows exactly what you're going through. And it's good also for, for women to learn to feel good about themselves again, like sort of feel a bit, maybe a little bit sexy as well. Just, um, you know, just because you had the child doesn't mean you have to throw away all your makeup, all your nice clothes, just get back into it and just really, really, really embrace, you know, it's a different phase of your life. Your life is going to be different forever, but it's, um, you know, just really go for it. Uh, but the, one of the things actually just came to mind, just I really love working with women is women that struggle to conceive because obviously the prenatal is also trying to help people get pregnant. And that is also very, very, very satisfying when I can manage to give somebody who is struggling an opportunity to to kind of look after themselves in a way, so to make little adjustments to the lifestyle, assuming there aren't any major medical issues mm-hmm. at the back. If there are, obviously, if they're under the care of a doctor, but just helping them make slight, small lifestyle changes, especially women that suffer from uh, polycystic ovary syndrome. It's really, really, really satisfying when you get the email to say, I'm pregnant, and go away. <laughs> just really, 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 really good. And then obviously follow them along um, 
as, as for as long as they feel like that at some point they don't want to do that they don't want to do this anymore but you know yeah. to give them that support for as long as i possibly can it's, it's always very rewarding i think that's incredible because you know you make the assumption and i would say i've probably been guilty of it myself as when you look at pre and postnatal fitness that it's women that are either already pregnant or women that have just had a baby. And I work with a team of, of female instructors and one of my instructors has polycystic ovary syndrome. And yeah. through working out with me, um, just in a class environment, she lost a lot of weight, she got fitter and she got pregnant. So yeah. I think fertility is probably even more untapped than the pre and postnatal market, would you say? Yeah, 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 I would say so. Because not, not many, it's a bit of a taboo because a lot of the time women that have fertility issues, they don't like to talk about it and they feel ashamed yeah. that they struggle to conceive. But if you look at the diet, uh, the sort of the dietary habits of people at the moment, they're very different from when my mum was like sort of, of fertile age. It was mm-hmm. like 50 or something years ago. Yeah. Um, they, were, they didn't have all the things in the, they don't even have, they didn't have supermarkets, I don't think. It was a big thing at the time. So, they used to have to go either go to the allotment and and, and pick up the the food or or no just go hunt the food or just uh, go and, and get get it ready in the, in the backyard or something. So it was very very different. They didn't have those issues. They you know they and my, and my mom's time she used to get pregnant you know straight away. So she she just really never had any issues. So whereas now I see lots of young people young women that really really struggle and. And that's really like, a, and, and it, it's just obviously they only reveal in the beginning, they only reveal so much mm-hmm. as to what they're really feeling. So their emotions are actually, they try to hide a little bit. And then eventually, and, and as we get to know each other a bit better, they kind of open up a bit. And, it, and it's just so sad sometimes. You think, oh, come on, don't, don't, feel, don't feel so bad. It's just, it's a problem. You can resolve it. You just have to find a good strategy that's going to work for you. And, uh, you know, with a bit of work, it's it's not that difficult to turn around. Actually, it takes it might take time mm-hmm. to work through issues like that. But yeah, that is the probably the most exciting part of the prenatal, the work that I do for people that are prenatal. Try those that struggle to conceive. That's really, really, really something. I just really want to help them. I think that's fantastic. And I take my hat off to you. I applaud you for that. I I think that, you know, you're right when it comes to the the way that we eat now. We live in a world where everybody wants convenience. So they want a quick fix. And I see all the time with fitness, I'll have people come to class. They haven't been to classes before ever, or they haven't worked out for like a few years. And they want me to, to reverse all of the don't really want to use the word damage, but you know what I mean? So like reverse everything that they've been doing previously for the last eight years in like three weeks before Christmas. And they don't realize that, you know, it doesn't work like that. And it is actually a lifestyle change that you have to implement. But the fact that you're, you're able to help these people, I think it's, it's incredible. And there should be more people like you out there. Definitely. So I've just got one more question for you. And that is if there is anything else that you would like to add and make sure you include your book. My book, yeah. Uh, talking about lifestyle changes, the Christmas coming up. And that's when the lifestyle always changes as much as you, you want to say, just, you know, I'm going to be, I'm not going to do this this year. I'm not going to do that. And you always end up doing eating out because, oh, I have another cake, yeah, well, it's not going to do anything. So this, um, my new book is uh, called uh, Burn Fat, Not the Turkey. <laughs> and it's just really all about damage limitation and hopefully coming out the other side a little bit smaller than um, than you got into the 
in the Christmas holidays. And it's just a little bit of a fun way to look at usual, you know, habits and um, employ simple, simple strategies like how, when you have a plate, how you construct your plate so you can eat everything when you're your sort of uh, big dinners. I mean, when we used to be in corporate, I used to go to Christmas parties about three or four times a week. It was just a challenge. <laughs> It was just a challenge not to struggle to go through the front door and after you know, after the end of December. But if you kind of construct your plate when you go to buffet or even restaurants, if you construct your plate in a certain way and then you eat the food in a certain sequence, it actually helps you lose weight, lose fat. And so you can obviously the calories in, calories versus calories out still mm-hmm. count. But oh, there is a certain ways of eating your food that actually stops you from taking up uh, all the carbs uh, and 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 get the insulin to actually turn them into fat instead of uh, muscle. So it's all the little silly, the little strategies, well, they're not silly, they are little strategies like that that just in the book that will uh, hopefully help people navigate through the, um, through the holidays without getting too stressed, feeling guilty, and just enjoying, employing the right tactics so you can out, go out, enjoy your big dinner, and then, you know, not uh, wake up the next day and you're still the same size. So you only have to buy one dress, not 15, you know, one for each week. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's interesting. I mean, I, I was skim reading it just while I was waiting for you to come online. So I've only read yeah. the first couple of pages, but after talking to you just, the, the, the book, the way that you've written it is very much how uh, we're talking now, which I think that's a, a great way. Those are the kinds of books that I like to read. And myself, even though I work in the fitness industry, I, I'm guilty of overindulging at Christmas yeah. um, as as we are as we all are but it's just if you're being a little bit more mindful or, or preparing yourself in advance which doesn't take a lot of work then you know you can still eat well but without you know like damage limitation isn't it well yeah it's all about damage limitation I just like you know I, I suffer from sort of gluten intolerance but uh, nah. from Italian heritage so I in Italy we used to have in Christmas, Christmas we have this uh, cake which is called panettone which is a massive cake it's like yellow flour with uh, it's got saffron in there it's got tons of butter it's got so much butter in it to make it really soft you have to put it next to the radiator for a while before you eat it and then it gets fragrant and it's just really like sort of a gazillion calories packed in it <laughs> But I, you know, I just wait all year for those. I just start stalking all the supermarkets. You know, you go to your little TK Maxx. They got it. They got all the packaging broken, but it's like half price kind of thing. So you're stocking up on this thing, and you're thinking, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's. I better go and find the large T-shirts because I'm gonna need them later on <laughs> the year. because it's not gonna be like, uh, you know, I can do all the push-ups in the world. That's not gonna do it. It's just. <laughs> But yeah, so we all do it. But if you, again, if you employ the strategy, have maybe have the cake after I've done a really intense workout, it's, it's going to actually help me build muscle rather than, and, and it's going to make me fat as well, obviously, but it's going to be probably more about the muscle than, and less about the fat. So mm-hmm. I delude myself that that's going to be the case. So yeah. <laughs> I'll have the biggest slice. <laughs> I do like panazona and I became, um, I have a problem with processing bread and, since having my children randomly yeah. so yeah I feel, oh, I feel the digestives. i got the digestive uh, things and i got the collagen protein powder which hooks, which is meant to be really good for to help you deal with the health of your guts as well so oh, I'm I trying to check those out <laughs> yeah, yeah no it's just really like I have my, my sort of arsenal of things that I keep in there when, so when I eat when I have a pizza or stuff like that I just a uh, tablet for this and a powder for that and it can survive kind of thing you know 
Wow, I've, I've learned something new today. <laughs> so, where can people find you? Uh, right, so my website is uh, smartfitnessmakeover.com, which is a bit of a mouthful, I know. But, um, and if you go there, you find, obviously, you can find all the contact details. You'll see the links to my social media channels when I go on like, every now and then to have a little bit of fun. And the book is on Amazon. I, I don't even know if I, if I got around to putting a link on the, on the website to the book. It's just really completely disorganized. I got, my brain is being flooded with ideas at the moment. So It's okay. I'll add the link to the notes for this. Yeah. Stuff. We'll be able to click on the link and find it. Don't That's cool. Well, thank you very much for agreeing to be interviewed, Christina. No worries, thank you. I enjoyed chatting to you. And uh, I'll, I'm definitely looking forward to delving into the book. Oh, fantastic. So thank we you. Catch up with you again really soon. All right, then. Have a lovely day. Thank you. Bye-bye. Make sure you tune in next time for another Mummy Trainer podcast. 